Every time you get the majority somewhere and you say, this is what we're going to do, and you don't do anything. The Republican Party is full of weak, no-backbone politicians. You say you're going to do it, then you get the chance to do it, you don't do it. Welcome to Pop Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're going to be talking about where we're going from here. Where we're going from here, both politically and from the basis of this show. Yeah. (laughs) So from last episode that you guys heard, we recorded and it was the night that Donald Trump was going to announce whatever his announcement was. Now, we all knew he was going to go in. So I think we knew where he was going to go this whole time, right? Everybody knows that he's an egomaniac. I don't think that Donald Trump was going to be capable of not running again. I think in his mind, he thinks he can fix all this. In his mind, nobody can do it better than him. Now, like we talked about in that last episode, I think we can do better when it comes to the division in this country without him. Yes. I think his policies are going to save this country, right? So it's hard for me. They're either going to save the country or, or put the hand over the, the leak in the dam. And well, until next while. Right, for four more years, and then all of a sudden we're right back. Yeah. And, you know, and I don't, I don't want there to be any mistake. I'm not an ever Trumper. I like Donald Trump. I mean, I'm just, I'm in a weird place with him. Yeah, I am. I, I like him. Right. And if he gets the nod, I'm all in hundred percent for that guy, man. We'll, we'll have Donald Trump's back. I mean, the whole time I'm not going to shit on Donald Trump, but if somebody else came along that was a little more. And I know, I know that people like him because he's not a politician, right? He's just a regular dude. I get that. You heard that from when you, when you played the Dave Chappelle. Skit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I understand why he won, but oh, I don't know. It'd just be nice to have somebody in there that can get cooperation too, you know, where people aren't just hating him so much that they're willing to vote against anything that comes up. I know, but cooperation means bipartisanship, which means we're both fucking you. Listen, I, am I right? Politicians, um, am I right? Yeah, well, I don't know. But anyway, he's in, right? He's running. Well, and it's it's going to be, a, I mean, I think it's going to be a, a tougher road for him this time than it was back in, in 2016. But I said it on a previous episode. What if he is doing this so early so that way if they start launching investigations, they can be like, you can't do that to your Well, they political. already are. You can't do that to your political opponent. This mem- Remember, you said it. You said it. That's why the Joe Biden thing got the impeachment for Ukraine because you they thought that you were going after your political opponent. Now the shoe's on the other foot. Now right. it's okay. Well, but they already are going after him. Uh, I just saw that the uh, Garland. Term, yep. Put a special counsel out. Yep. Special counsel hobbled him. They just will not let this go for the first half of his administration. But he's going to be able to treat it a little differently, just like John Dutton in Yellowstone. If you watched that one. He was like, I'm running for governor and I'm not running for re-election. And, and the lady that was in the Senate was like, that's awesome because you don't have to be campaigning. You can just do what you want to do. And this could be the whole, the four years goes fast. No, oh, yeah. No, you're right. And he's not going to be able to run again. So it's just nothing but work. There's nothing to, nothing to take his focus off of what he has to do. He doesn't have to worry about running for re-election. He doesn't have to worry about, you know. But that could also be a detriment to him. Well, that's what I'm saying. See, you're on both sides. That's what I'm saying. I don't know where I stand with this. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I love him. And, you know, what he did for the country. And, and I do believe he can fix a lot of what's going on. He's going to renew those leases. We're going to start, you know, that pipeline's going to be up and running again. Yeah, he's going to be great for the country. But, but how crazy is that? Man? I just, yeah, I just, do you remember, though? 
every right? night before, in the news, a different city was on fire. And people were like, nothing to see here. Yeah, I, but you know what's going to start again? You know? I mean, we're going to get right back into that. Ugh, I, I mean, know. but can we squash it, though? Me and you? No, like, oh. just, just the population in general. Just, I mean, I know you said you don't want to be police in the streets, but it won't take long. Remember when Cleveland was on fire well, two and a half years ago? It appears that, uh, well, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. It looks like they're going to impeach the DA uh, in Philadelphia. Did you see that? No, that's, I didn't see that. today. They, because crime is so out of control and he's so progressive far left, uh, they're looking to impeach him. And when they impeach that DA, that's the first step of removal. So some of these liberal cities are getting kind of fed up with crime running rampant in those cities. And when we talked to Cicely Davis, man, I mean, she says, look, even people who live here don't want to come down here. The guy that ran over all those uh, police cadets in California is out mm-hmm. on bail right now. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yep. Oh, did you see the video? The surveillance video over the wall? Of, of the all those all those cadets getting just yeah. ran over by the car. Yeah. Yep. That was pff, ridiculous. That was nuts. And that guy's out on bail. Yeah, sure. Go home. Screw those pigs. I'm so sick of it all. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know what impeaching a DA is going to do. Well, they re- in, in, a, in a city like that, they remove them, and then someone else runs. Yeah, are but, they going to? But put I a, think are they going to put a Republican in there? Well, no, maybe not. But I think you're sending a message to the next one that look, you better get, you better get a handle on this crime. Go ahead and be a Democrat. Go ahead and be a liberal. But you better get a handle on this crime. Mm-hmm. You can't have these policies where you're, you are allowing the city to just burn to the ground. Yeah. You know, you saw what happened to the last guy. Don't be him. Yeah. I think that's the message it's going to send. You know, I grew up in Philly. My grandpa, we, we, we'd go see him all the time. He lived right outside of Philadelphia and we'd go down to Philly and we'd walk around and we'd see everything there was to see there. And it was a nice city back then. You know, again, now I'm not so sure I'm going. You know what else we forgot to talk about? When did we forget to talk about it? Just now. Mm. Although I also want to point out that we're drinking a little bit of bedtime bourbon that was gifted to us oh. by uh, one Patrick Mudge. From Icy Tech? From Icy Tech. Oh, well, if you He actually it. told me not to give you any, so don't tell him you're drinking it. Well. He said you're a bitch. I also told him I wasn't going to give him any, so since I'm drinking on some of the bourbon that he got us. Well, you also told him that you're going to box him. Where are we at with so, that? So let me just say, if you do buy an Icy Tech cooler and you use the promo code POPLESS10, You'll help us out a little bit and help him out a little bit. <clears throat> Should we do one of our reads? For? <laughs> That's all the read he's getting. You, Thanks for the bourbon. You, if you use the code pod bless America, you'll get a free 500 quart icy tech cooler shipping included and a deer that he had <laughs> shot and gutted stuffed inside on dry ice. I just saw man. He just posted a picture of a 12 point he got. Yep. So yeah, that'll be uh yeah. So if you use that, that code just oh speaking of posting newsflash yep uh after a year of being involved in the show jeff the conspiracy theorist has made it in the top hundo oh is that right that's right all right all right who'd you kick a democrat (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to do it you know i'm trying to keep them in there just they make make it so easy though Mm. no you know what we forgot to talk about this is completely off topic but it was hilarious, and we both started laughing when we were doing it. And it reminds me, what was it? Was it Tommy Boy, where they got high, or, and they were talking about roads? And that's a weird word, man. Roads. 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 It might have been. So I saw on Facebook, somebody said, let's start an argument. You know, owls, mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah. Is it one syllable or two? Mm. Owls. Owls. I think it's from Owls? whatever the part of the country you're from. But would that change the... Yeah, because if you're from the South, you'd be like, ow. It's just an ow. Ow. Owl. Right? And if you're like proper or you're like from the from but the But you don't Coast. say you, you don't say owl, 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 owl. It's owl. But they might say owls. I, I, and then put that owls. like owls. Even owls is I think that's one syllable. I don't know. Are we gonna argue about it right now? Well you brought up towels. Oh uh, yeah, towel. No. I, you, who says towels? Give me a towel. That's <laughs> towels. I think that's one syllable also. Towels. Roads, mm. roads. That's a owls, owl. I, I, I can see it though. I can see if it's one or two. Listen to how your kids say "stop" if they're aggravated with you. It's stop. Okay, but that's not the that's not the Queen's English. It's not still an extra syllable in there. Yeah, owls. I'm going to be thinking about this. Is the kind of thing that will consume me now for the next week. It is. Get your shit together. I'm going to be calling you. I'm going to be like, dude, listen to this one. Ow-wo-wo. Oh, throwing two Ws. Anyway, I thought it was whatever. Carrie Lake lost the election. Carrie Lake was winning the election. Mm-hmm. Carrie Lake lost the election. Mm. Bye. Now Carrie Lake has come out and said that she will become governor after Attorney General's letter. What? It, well, the Attorney General has now demanded. This is on uh, the 19th. She came out. Uh, Epic Times is reporting Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake proclaimed on November 19th that she will become governor after the state's attorney general's office demanded explanations about alleged election day problems in the state's largest county, which would do Maricopa. So I don't know. I You know, th- this kind of smacks of election denier to me again. I mean, the AP says right here, Lake refuses to concede in Arizona sure. governor's race. She lost. I get it. That's but- a good headline. Oh, she lost. It says she lost. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they did. They they they've called it. I mean, they've said that that uh, Katie Hobbs, who um, her office actually was overseeing the election. So I don't understand how that. I there mean, is no conflict. There could be absolutely no fuckery going on there. You're probably racist. <laughs> Jesus, I just you almost wasted a little bedtime there. I just aspirated some bedtime bourbon. <laughs> racist. She says that the way they run elections in Maricopa County is worse than in banana republics around the world. So once again, you've got Arizona leading the way in election shenanigans. When it doesn't have to be like that. It it doesn't have to be like that. Now listen, Carrie Lake may have lost, but nobody trusts Arizona. Nobody trusts them now to get this right. You've got an entire half of the country who is losing faith in the electoral system here. In the process, they don't believe that it's above board. When it comes down to less than 1%, seven days later. Yeah, and we talked about this last week. I mean, like I said last week, if you are older than three years old, you're old enough to remember when we had all the ballots counted the night of, you would stay up to see how your candidates fared, and then you would go to bed. And you knew when you went to bed who won, who lost. But now it's fucking seven days, ten days. Who knows? Shit, we found another here. Though we've just found another bucket full of ballots. Got to count these now. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. And they did show videos of ballot boxes in Arizona where people were fanning out ballots right in front of the box and taking a picture with their cell phone before they put them in. Now, why do you think they're doing that, Jim? Why do you think they're doing that? Is it for uh, selfies on Snapchat? Well, maybe doing my civic duty. Yeah, 
while they're showing them putting six ballots in at a time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh. Lake was responding to Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich's office uh, opening an inquiry into polling issues in Maricopa County, which includes Phoenix and other cities. Following ballot tabulation issues that were confirmed by Maricopa County officials on November 8th, Assistant Attorney General Jennifer Wright demanded that evidence be turned over on or before Maricopa County submits its official canvas to the Secretary of State. And she's not going to listen to that. As of the morning of November 20th, Lake was uh, trailing Democratic Secretary of State Katie Hobbs by about 18,000 votes. Last week, Hobbs declared victory in the race. There's no law against shenanigans. (laughs) Apparently. Apparently. There's no law against fuckery. I don't understand why these states, the same states, Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, why is it always the same states that are having these problems? And they're always critical races. You don't see these states having these problems. The, the One of the biggest states in the country, you got Ron DeSantis right here. Week, uh, but, you know, we actually had another hurricane come through in the other part of the state, Nicole, so you guys understand that. And how is it that, you know, the state of Florida, uh, the Monday before the election, we could declare a state of emergency for Nicole, conduct an election, count like 7.7 million votes by midnight, Next morning, we're at the EOC. Storm hits. You have washouts of A1A, other parts. We repair that by the weekend. And these other states are still counting their votes from the election. How pathetic is that? For real. For reals, for reals. Florida gets every one of their ballots counted in the middle of a hurricane. No problem. Here you go. Here's our results. Arizona? <laughs> Unbelievable. But, you know, nothing ever happens. This is why people are getting disenfranchised with this country. Nothing ever happens. We believe that there is nothing we can do. So I vote. I mean, how about the people that were in Maricopa that saw the long lines because they didn't have enough ink toner and there was a bunch of... Oh, they were telling them to put them in a box. Oh, just drop your ballots off here. And I was seeing something. What is this, like, the ink that they used... Was, was so screwed up that it was almost like vanishing ink. <laughs> These people are standing in line and all of a sudden you can't even read their vote anymore. And they're telling them, oh, just put them in this box. Well, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. All these people are like, no. So it was an hour and a half standing there waiting for this. Oh. And then how many people ended up going, like saying, hey, man, I, I got I to gotta go to work. I got I to gotta pick my kid up. I, I Listen, can't. Katie Hobbs will tell you, though, that nothing is wrong, right? This is all, everything's fine. The one who's running against Carrie Lake. Hey, my office right. is handling this. Right. All good. But, so what they're saying in the news is that Carrie Lake said her voters were disenfranchised and there's no law against it. But had they disenfranchised voters in the inner city of Detroit. Or Phoenix. Let's just say it's a tight blue district had these things and people would be up in arms. There'd be all kinds of oh. election lawyers. And yeah, yeah. All, sure. All kinds of people. Suppressing the vote. Yeah. Suppressing the vote. Black man's vote doesn't count here in this country. So they'd be telling you. So uh, the last episode we did, it looked like it was 18,551 votes. And now that it was all tabulated up, Carrie made a little bit of ground at 17,150 votes. And they, I think Arizona is an automatic recount state, right? If it gets down below 1%. It's probably under half percent. Or is it? No, maybe it's... It, it's Whatever the, whatever the threshold is, they're close to that right now, which I think is but part of But they're probably going to be just right above it so they can't get the recount. Yeah, I don't know. 
shit. That's all I know. I'm sick of this. Mm-hmm. So the difference now was what I say, seventeen thousand, and the seventeen thousand one hundred and fifty votes. The Libertarian got seventeen thousand three hundred and eighty-three votes. <laughs> you know what though? I mean, part of me is like, God, if you would have just got out the way, we'd have been all right. But the other part of me is like, man, bring on four more parties. You know? Yeah. This whole two party thing, I'm sick of. But but that's just back to disenfranchising voters doesn't seem to be illegal, Jim. For which side? I mean, until it affects somebody else. By somebody else, you mean Democrats. Mm. You know, Carrie Lake also is responding to, uh, they're doing everything they can right now to hurt her. Um, It's not, I guess it doesn't really matter when it comes to the election, but um, apparently they said she's going to drop Trump, uh, the endorsement. Did you see that? What do you mean by drop? They're Trump they're deal? done. His endorsement, him that she's going to just completely distance herself. She's going to wash Trump, her hands of Donald Trump. Of well, I, Paul Ryan said you, the same thing. Do you know what her response was? Oh, to that story, never. Wow, that was her response. Never. So they dropped that little seed for her. Yeah, yeah. And then she had the chance to go. You know, maybe they're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe she, I should. She's like, never. Is this the people talking? Carrie Lake, man. God, we needed her. So just this morning on CBS America or whatever show was on, Paul Ryan was having a one-on-one. And it's two minutes of bullshit. I didn't bother recording it because I didn't want to give him any airtime. But he was sitting there saying Trump's a loser. He, I know he's he just decided he's going to run, and we can't have him because he's already lost the election. Look, this is Paul Ryan. He's a fucking rhino. He was a rhino back in the day. He's still a fucking rhino. And you sent me this this quote on Twitter, mm-hmm. right? Paul Ryan on ABC on Trump. You think he's more popular since the 20 election with the swing voter or less? I'm a never again Trumper. Why? Because I want to win. Has he not seen the tutorials on how to commit political suicide? <laughs> By going after the guy? Yeah, because that's it. You know, I mean, I... Yeah, but if he's safe, it's one thing. But does he not, like... Like, even though they're like, he lost the 20 election, but they won't say that he got the most votes by any Republican that ever got ever in eternity. And it was what? 12 million more than the, than, than the previous election before that, which never happens, ever happens. He's cited in that sit down that he did. He's like, well, he lost the house in 2018. Well, the party that's, not in power normally gains the house back because the people like a little bit of a divided government. So there's a little bit of checks and balances. It's kind of how it's been working out until this, you know, it was supposed to be a crazy, crazy thing that was going to happen. A crazy red wave. You knew it was red wave. But I told you it was going to come down to a certain few States. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. No, I'll, I'll give you credit where credits due. You did. And I I've didn't. seen it happen before. And we're yeah, gonna, well, everybody and saw it happen before. Shit, it's going to happen again. Yeah, everybody saw it. Everybody saw that it happened before. And I, it just in my mind, I thought there was no way this could happen again. We know their tricks. We know their shenanigans. We know what they're going to try to do. Mm-hmm. And you know what they did? They came out with both fucking fingers up and they're like, you can't stop us. We're going to do it again. They elected a guy in Pennsylvania that looks like he drank the water at Camp Dude, Lejeune. That guy. He showed up. Did you see that one press conference? He showed up looking like, hey, listen, nothing against you, Goodwill, right? You guys, uh, whatever, you do good work. I, I buy stuff at Goodwill. But that guy showed up looking like he just came from back to school shopping at fucking Goodwill, man. I mean, he had that ratty-ass mm. sweatshirt on. Mm. I, I'm i like, you look at this guy? Mm. 
You see the pictures of him and his wife that are floating around? Every picture of her, when it has to do with him, they're like, oh, congratulations. She's front and center, and like he's half cut off in the pictures. It is the weirdest thing, dude. Yeah. And oh, it's one of those couples. Like if you saw them walking through the mall and you see her and you see him, like you sit there and you're like a dog tilting your head while you're looking at him. Like you're hearing a high pitched noise. You're like, how in the hell did these two get together? Right. I mean, certainly she's not a supermodel, but she's okay to look at. And he's a fucking Neanderthal Mm -hmm. wearing his Goodwill sweatshirt all ripped up with stains down the front of it where he's dropping his French onion soup on it. His best work was in Men in Black when he was an alien. It's great. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I don't, she couldn't have possibly seen where he was going to go. There's no way you look at this guy and like, he's going to be a senator one day. No, no way. The dude is mashed potatoes, man. Well, anyway, we're rehashing last week's episode. No, I don't get it. So, no, we didn't really get on him that much. Well, no, but no, I want to bully him. I want to bully him. You would. Straight. I just want to get on where we're going from here as a party because let's. Well, and that's part of the problem, right? Well, well let's say this. Let's say Tulsi Gabbard becomes America first politician where she's carrying the same message that Trump has where she's putting the country first and she's putting the people first. And she's putting everything that we need to have a sustainable, good lifestyle first. Look, I remember what Jonathan said, right? She had her chance, but I don't believe that. I believe that as this goes on, that Democrats see the damage that their party is doing. I believe that they can turn around. I mean, you saw it with Ronald Reagan, right? I believe they can, and I'm willing to give her that shot. So are you saying that, okay, so she she does, she finally comes around, she says, hey, look, I was wrong. We are on the wrong path. They were right. This is the way that we do this. This is the way that we get back to prosperity. It should be the only way you get elected. By saying, I'm going to put but you Dan, first. Dan, I'm telling you, a lot of people showed up, though. I mean, I, I always say it. I always qualify the statement. I'm not an election denier. But a lot of people showed up because they hate Donald Trump. And they hated Donald Trump's endorsement on these candidates. And they hate him so much that they're willing to overlook the Democrats lighting this country on fire just to have their say, just to be able to throw that finger up to Donald Trump. And that's the problem. Could be worse this year. How about or how about next election? They they, they wheel weekend Bernie's back up there, have him waving to people with his hand up. And then he instead of getting nineteen of twenty bellwether counties, he's gonna get he's gonna lose twenty of twenty bellwethers. He's gonna lose Florida, Ohio, Iowa, however that whole three part series that you 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 gotta get all those to 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 win, he's gonna lose all those. Still eke it out in an electoral gig. Like that Babylon B story with Katie Hobbs winning hundred and eight percent. Hundred and eight percent of precincts reporting. Look, man, I, Ron DeSantis, I hope he runs. I hope he does. Cause I think, I know Trump's got his loyal base, but I think Ron, Ron DeSantis could pull this off. Now, if Ron DeSantis turns out to be a fucking asshole, okay, then we'll turn on him too. But right now he's showing, he is not showing anything other than America first. Florida first, for sure. He doesn't give a shit about the rest of these states right now. But how about just common sense first? Well, how about just common sense first? Okay. I how about you can't spend all this money on this stuff that doesn't work? How You can't rob us of our energy, both both diesel and gasoline and But that's all America first. 
make us strong? How do you make America strong? Yeah. What's the easiest way to make America strong right now? Listen, when he was in office and we had a really strong electrical grid before all the coal plants got shut down, there that, we go. that made electricity really cheap. Okay. $15, $20 a megawatt on average. And then they were like, they're looking at coal, which is like 30 some dollars a megawatt. And they're like, do we really need you right now? So there was a little bit of a give and take there because we were so, we, our backups were sitting there just idling and not needed except for like 30 days of the year, which made them scratch their head and go, can we shave this? Mm-hmm. Now that it's the exact opposite, I guarantee you the grid is wishing they had Avon 9 back in the fray because uh, the prices are, are astronomical. And gas is about to go right through the roof too. Uh, if you think that because you, you're heating your house with gas that you were getting over because you're not electric, you're going to be right in the mix. It's going to go, I, what, what did they say this year? Up, upwards of 50%. Yeah. Uh, increases. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Keep voting Democrat. Keep voting because you know what? Because you hate Trump. That's good. That's good. Boy, you really stuck it to Trump. Stuck it to Trump. But I think I think he... I think even after he's gone, people are going to judge you by how you voted from back then. I don't give a single shit. I will get on here every day and tell you how I voted. Every day. That's fair. Because I'm voting for America. I'm not voting. Listen, if Joe Biden was doing a great job, if energy, you know, if gas prices were still down, if energy costs were still down, if inflation wasn't running rampant, I would vote for him. I would vote. I don't, I would vote for a Democrat that's doing good things for the country, but the Democrats are not doing good things for the country and they keep getting voted in because people hate Donald Trump so much. That's all I'm saying. I like Donald Trump, but all he does is energize people to come out and vote against him. Like I said, they're, they got the blinders on. All they can see is Donald Trump. They can't see what's happening to the left or to the right of Donald Trump. All they see is him. And when they see a Trump endorsed candidate, they're voting no because you know why? Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Fuck DJT. Pow. Oh, I just canceled my. I, just, I you know you're seeing all these all these fucking posts from these these millennials and oh I just canceled my grandpa's vote. I just canceled my dad's vote. That's all they care about. You can't possibly look at what's going on in this country and think oh this is good. This is good. This is the country I want for my kids. You know, I want my kids to never be able to afford a house. That's what I want. I want my kids to, to have to live in government assisted housing. That's what I want. Nobody says that, but they hate Donald Trump so much that they're willing to go out and keep voting for the same thing. And that's my worry with Donald Trump getting back into this. And there's going to be, I mean, well, I think we're to the point now it doesn't matter. I mean, Ron DeSantis runs and then they're just going to bring up the don't say gay thing. But then, then you're getting the gay community that comes out and says, Oh, you know, Ron DeSantis. But for most Americans, they understand what that was about. I don't think that affects him. Like, like Donald Trump, you wear a Donald Trump shirt out and look at the looks you get. Look at the looks you get. It's it's like you're wearing a, a fucking KKK hood down the street. It's messed up. It is. It's crazy. It shouldn't I just, be like that. Twitter. How about Twitter? Donald Trump, Twitter. Boom. Elon says, Hey, you're back. But now Donald Trump says, eh, not so quick. Yeah. Says, I don't know if I'm coming back. Still has, even though he says he's been gone for two years, says, I don't know if I'm coming back. Still has 80 million followers. Well, and when I first jumped on there to look at it, he had a million. So apparently you, when you get kicked off and put back on, you have to regain all your followers back. Well, then you're telling me he got 79 million since Elon Musk said you're back. 
Yeah, because I screen. I think I screenshotted it when he had a million. And you can tell that what he's doing over there is working. Uh, Elon Musk, that is, because True Social is the number one trend right now on Twitter. Do you think if he wasn't in charge and they had all 7,500 of those scumbags working there, they would allow that to trend at number right. one? Right. No. Nope. Not at all. How so, much money does Elon Musk have? <clears throat> How much money does he have to keep Twitter going? Does he have enough, do you think, to get through this dark time? Well, he definitely doesn't have 7,500 more people to pay. Yeah. So there's that. And the lunches. Did you see the thing with the lunches? <laughs> yeah, there was like $14 million a year on food. <laughs> he said there was more people making the food <laughs> than even, was listen, eating the listen, food. Listen, all that aside, I don't even care about all. Yeah, yeah, he did. But I don't even care about all that. The tweets that came out from these entitled, they said these guys working at Twitter start at, what, $107,000 a year. And they're complaining because Elon Musk told them they don't get a free lunch anymore. $107,000 a year, and they can't afford to buy their own lunch. They said, now he's trying to starve his employees. Yeah, they're coddled. Like, like bitch, what? Is they're this a coddled. gulag? Like, do you get locked up in a cell after you get done with your shift? You can't go to Chipotle across the street? You make $107,000 a year. Mm-hmm. I, I have to go buy my own lunch every day. What's you, the, the saying, right? There is no free lunch. Unbelievable. Uh, the meltdown, though, has been just absolutely fantastic. He's at 86.5 million followers right now. Yeah, he was at like 80 million when I saw it. So, yeah, he's, he's adding people quick. I think he'll come back just because that voice is so big. You know, I mean, use truth social. I get it. But how's he just going to turn his back on 86 million? Well, whatever uh, truth I would post on true social, I would just plug the link into Twitter and then make those people go, well, if I, I got to see what it says. So let me. And now I guarantee you can go down in the comments and see a screenshot of it sure. so you don't have to download the app. I don't have the true social app. Biden, 27.6 million followers on Twitter. Most popular president ever. And that's the POTUS account. Mm-hmm. That's the POTUS account. I don't follow him, I don't think. No, you don't. But anyway, this guy lets him back on there, and all they're going to do about it now is is launch more investigations into Elon Musk and make his life a living hell. See the picture or the meme that I put up on on our uh, Facebook page? I don't really get a lot of notifications for that. Yeah, it's because I post it. No, I'm just saying in general. I have to switch to the Pobless account before it shows up in... It's not really a meme. It was Elon Musk's tweet, right? And he has a picture. And it says, FTX losing over a billion dollars of client funds. And it shows two rhinoceroses, uh, one hump in the other, right? Yeah. And then right in front of him, look in the other direction, is a photographer with his camera pointed away from the two rhinos that are humping. And it says, Senator is calling for the FTC to investigate Twitter. <laughs> Dude, he, Elon Musk doesn't care, man. No, but even from last week, remember we were last week we were sitting there talking about how Russia might have fired missiles into Ukraine? Yeah, it turns out it's probably Ukraine. And the U.S. has came out now and said it wasn't Russia. Right. But meanwhile, Zelensky gets on there and says, you know, hey, you guys need to back us up now. This is, this is too far. And there's no repercussion for that. Nope. Tried to start World War III. Almost kicked off WW3. Yeah, but they can't. This administration cannot go against Ukraine. The mm. damage that Ukraine can do against this administration far outweighs the damage could be, that could be done from World War III. So we'll just send so. them. What we sent them last time? $39 billion? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll just cut it to 21 Oh, I bet not. <laughs> it's got to be 44 oh, Man, we ain't doing that chump change. 
That ain't worth our time to go to the bank, bro. You're going to send us $25 million. Not even worth my time. I'm not even putting my boots on to go to the bank for 25 mil. How are we going to get our Democrat friends on board with America first? You're do, not. We, do we have, well, I'm just post Trump. How are we going to get them on board with going? Hey guys, China's going to have to pay extra money for their steel to come in. So American steel is worth more money or is, is a better deal for Americans to build with. That alone. Look, if if they don't recognize what is happening right now, if they don't recognize how much more money they're spending at the pump, if they don't recognize um, inflation, inflation, if they don't recognize interest rates, crime in their communities, if they don't recognize all of this, there's nothing you're going to do to get them on board. If they think everything is just rosy, there is nothing you're going to do. Because nothing you is, can is do. Is Arizona a perfect example of that? Right. Half that state that voted was like, nah, the lady that wants to really get a hold of the border? Nah. She wants to build a wall. Oh, she must be racist. Or is it the Donald Trump effect? I don't think there's any getting them on board. I think this, I think. <clears throat> and as much as I want to use this program to unite that, I remember when we started off and I was like, let's, let's hijack the independent American party. Or was it the American Independent Party? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was Independent American Party. One of them's fucked up. The other one's just old. <laughs> but listen. One listen, of them's fucked up. The other one breaks her hips. Listen. That's, that's it. That's, I mean, that's how we break the two-party system is by getting that third party of middle fingers up in the air. And I said it before. You're going to take a block from each side and render them Right, useless. and that's a great idea, but you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to do it. It's not even behind Tulsi Gabbard. I don't think so, man. I'm starting to lose. (laughs) (laughs) I am. God damn it. Here. But that's what I was hoping this whole entire year. I thought we would have had a lot of fun with having more conversations with people from the other side, but not too many people are trying to jump on Jim. And we try, we do, we try to get them on. I mean, we have Shay, she comes on and she's always a good conversation, but you know, she's not giving any, Giving up any ground? No, no. She's not. She's not shitty though. She's not admitting that it could be better, a different way. Well, she's not admitting it's an absolute train wreck. Ugh. I'll tell you what we need. Tell me what we need. You want me to tell you what we need? Tell me what we need. We'll probably get in trouble for this. I think but twenty seconds. Like, like you said though, <clears throat> gotta listen to it. Yeah, listen us down. to it to shut us down. You know what we need? What do we need? We need a little more Alabama in our lives. We need a little more patriotism. We need a little more God, country, and love. You know? Yeah. That's what we need. I agree. We need to get back to the roots, man. They're not playing a lot of this. No, they're not. You know, this pop country they're playing now? Yeah, well, in the pop country they're playing. You know? Hey, listen, I went to CMAs. I love them. And they're still... That is still one of the one of the main entertainment organizations where where you can be a conservative. Yep. But man, let's get back, get back to, to the some old of this. music. Get back to the, the George Jones and the old Alabama. You know. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, it's what we need. Mm. Look at this. Drink a little bit of whiskey. Listen to this. Back, let's cheers a little bit of Alabama. All right. I'll cheers them up. 
Joseph's going to be like, look, look, fellas, we cannot play this. You guys are going to get cease and desist letters. And once we get a cease and desist letter, we'll take it off. Yeah, but from now on, here we go. There's a little bit of cheers to Alabama. So with Alabama there, let's talk about where we're going to go this year. When we started this thing, right, I, we've outgrown, I think, we've outgrown the in-your-face. Don't get me wrong. I still get passionate, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not going to change who we are. Uh, but we got to figure out what we're going to do with this show. Uh, I feel like, uh, I don't know. What, what, what? Well, you feel like we're spinning our wheels. We and, are. And we are pretty much isolated to only a few places to be when it comes to Spotify Facebook and all that. But I so, think we've so. made that name for ourselves. I don't think mm-hmm. it matters what we do now. Mm-hmm. I think we could have a show every week on on uh, barbecue. Barbecue in the Bible? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Not barbecuing the Bible, but barbecue and Bible. Right. Okay. Right. Barbecue in the Bible. And it wouldn't matter. They'd be like, Jim, Jim and Dan, Topless well, America. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, they're talking about barbecuing in the Bible now. But back on episode 23, they said, yeah. you know, I think, yeah. I, think we're, I think we're set. But I... I enjoy the conversations we have with people, and I think that's the route that I would like to go. I think I would rather go, I want to have five guests in the hole. I would rather us talking about current events, yep. maybe being, being the exception, not the rule. The exception would probably be talking about live events on our Patreon, like sure. you're talking about. Sure. And then leaving our episodes up to just normal, everyday Americans. Yep. And just talking to, you know... And I'll say, we don't like to get out there in front before we have a confirmation on guests, right? Mm -hmm. But this next, we have one coming up that I know is going to come up. Um, It's a done deal. And it's Gil Rude, who was a uh, A7 pilot. And he also flew, uh, he was the commander of the Blue Angels. Uh, This is back in the 80s. He came out with a book. And my dad knows him, knows him well. Um, My dad's got a small part in the book. And we're going to have Gil Rude on. I mean, he this guy's an American, man. I mean, this guy loves his country. and Yeah, and we're, we're probably not going to really talk about politics with no, him. No, we're not going to talk about politics at all with him. And you know what? For those of you that like Jim's dad, uh, he's going to be in here in studio while Gil's on the phone. And, man. And Jim and I just may go outside and hang out. Yeah, we're just going to let. drinks while those two go. We're going to let those two just run the show, man. But, yeah, you know, stuff like that. And you said, you know what? Maybe a guy that owns a trucking company. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's bring yeah, him on. We're talking about Dave's Dave's boss. Let's, let's bring, I mean, Dave said his boss might come on. Let's let's see it. Yeah, I mean, you know, or if you if you at home have an idea of somebody who you know is extraordinary, no matter what they do, doesn't even need to be extraordinary. Somebody who's interesting, yeah, right? Just like somebody that 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 everybody would be like, man, mm-hmm. that is a great story. Yeah, you know, I think that's the route I would like to go. And, and my whole purpose for this whole first year was to have a good body of work. We were able to execute a drop every week. We were super consistent. Never missed one. Right. And I'll tell you what. Listen, man, this is no homo here, right, man? But you did an absolute fantastic job. Because right. had it been up to me, we would have missed drops. Uh, there were plenty of text messages I got from you, and you're like, bro. I'm going to slice <laughs> your <Seriously>. throat. <laughs> you're like, bro, fifth text, no answer. <laughs> we need to get in. And I'm like, God, this guy. No, I, and you did, and you pushed me, and, and we made it, man. We made it for the year, and and we never missed one, and I'd like to keep that up. But when we talk about current events, there's really nothing that separates us from the other million 
political shows out there. You know, every Monday, hundreds of thousands of shows drop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, every Monday. Look, Paul Engel, as long as he'll keep talking to us, I would love to have that guy on, um, talking about the constitution. You know, um, I really, really like his take on it. I'd like to do more constitution shows and, you know, we could work those constitution shows into, and that's what Paul's so good at is, is current events and how they should be affected by the Constitution, you know? Maybe we can work our current events in there. And I'm not a, I'm not above. Listen, man, we'll get off on tangents. My ADHD just gets crazy when we're in here, right? I mean, it, you want to land inappropriate jokes is always going to be Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't know, man. I, you know, I had that, I, I don't know if you ever saw it, but I had that project I was doing um, called uh, The First Person Experience. I think we talked about it here before, yeah. where I was interviewing people. And it was all in, in writing, um, it, it was a written record, but it was people that had stories to tell, you know, and I, I don't know, man, storytelling has always been, I've always loved to tell those stories where when you get done listening to it, you just sit back and you're like, wow, it's a lot, you know, like when we had my dad in here talking, I mean, he's my dad. I've heard that stuff. And when I listened to that episode, I sat back and was just like, wow. I mean, that's some, that's some heavy shit. You know, uh, he's since dead, uh, since passed away. There was a guy on my, maybe we'll talk about him one day. He was on my first person experience and he was, uh, he was a tail gunner in World War II and got shot down. No big story there, right? He didn't like land on the ground and have to fight his way through the front lines and stuff. But just his story, when you hear his story, when you hear the way he tells it, you sit back and you're just like, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I would love to have those World War II guys on. Oh, I saw a couple. I was at the Big Egg in North Olmstead with the family having breakfast last week. Yeah. And I saw two, two of them with, with two hats on and uh, sitting there with what could have been a son or a son-in-law. And I was like. Did you give them a card? No. But Tell them we want like, to talk to them. I, I, Did you shake I, their hand? I didn't have any cards on them. No, they were deep, knee deep into their food. Uh, you know, if, you it's, always, if it's pre-food, I, I'm, I'm going to shake I'll interrupt hand. every time. Yeah. I will always shake those guys' hand. Those guys are all heroes. Every I one know. of them. Every one of them. I know. I missed my opportunity there. But I saw him. People out there, if you see the guy with that hat on, let him know, hey, there's a spot for you if you want to talk about it. You know, and not even, uh, I mean, yeah, the American heroes there, those World War II guys, great. But let's say that you have you have a cop in your in your neighborhood who, you know, did something extraordinary. Mm-hmm. A guy that went through a life and death situation that wants to talk about it. Uh, got another guy here uh, that I met at the CMAs who's willing to come on, who is, uh, his story is going to leave you. Wow. You know, and he's willing to come on. I just think that's, I think that's the route I want to go. I think I want to get a little heavier into the constitution because mm-hmm. that's what we started it with. And somehow we've turned it into just a bitch fest about the government. I mean, those Fox, I am so sick. of. Ugh. I mean, maybe as we get closer to 20, uh, 24, you know, we'll start bitching a little more about them to get or, people or, or get shadow banned. Oh, we probably will. Uh, hey, as this is being recorded, I am 25 hours away from being able to go live again on Facebook after my 60 day stint. Uh, so by the time you hear this, I will have gone live at least once. And then are you just going to sit there with a glass of bourbon and just drink pours and just pour and drink and like not say anything? No, no. I'm just going to shit all over Facebook until they ban me again. <laughs> I am so, they're such a bunch of dicks. Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg can eat a whole bag, extra salt. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Where do you want to see us go? And we do. You know what we said? We got to start this Patreon. We've said we got to start selling merch. We know we have to do it. Mm-hmm. We know that we have people out there that will support us doing it. 
I don't know why we're not doing it. That's true. So so we're, we're at that point now, but we're going to have to. No, we were at that point six months ago. Uh, were we, though? Yeah. I yeah. mean, we were, but were we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an expensive fucking hobby, bro. Sure. Uh, I agree. But once it does get rolling and once we do find our, 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 our spot here, because this whole next year when we change gears and do that, it may morph into something else. You never know. It's all about it's having the experience, first of all, and it's about building the brand. All right. And here's what I'm going to ask of everybody who's listening to this, right? Because we do have our loyal listeners mm-hmm. and we see the numbers and we know that we have loyal listeners. What I'm going to ask is for you guys, if you don't want to comment publicly, cool. Just send us a message. Send us a message through Facebook. Send us a, an email, Jim at PBAPodcast.com or Dan at PBAPodcast.com and tell us the direction you'd like to see this go. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. You come on here and you talk about, you know, oh, man, I'm I'm really into uh, growing red peppers. I'd love really love an episode about growing red peppers. Eh, probably not. But if we get enough people to say, hey, red peppers is probably that would be some hot shit. OK, mm-hmm. you know, then we'll go with it. Or maybe you're going to give us an idea and we're going to sit back and go, God damn, man, that's it. That's the way to go. But this is your show. I mean, I, you know, I want to do something. I mean, our opinions are opinion. Who the fuck are we? And not you know just I mean? slang, burn the boats, shirts. Oh, yeah. Or, or, no, or, I, I definitely want to sling those. I, I want one. <laughs> I, I, you know what? You know why I want to do a burn the boat shirt? Because I know in my mind what I want to do with it. Nobody's making those. And I want a, I want to wear one. Mm. That's why I want it. I mean, uh, dude, burn the boats is the way to go. God damn. Although, luckily the Republicans didn't burn the boats because shit. We'd all be starving to death on an island right now with no way to get back because you guys fucked it up. <clears throat> and let me tell you something else. Ooh, look, we're talking about where we want to go, but here's, here's the ADHD again and the passion. You're going to talk about, uh, oh, hey, we got the house. We're, they're going to go after Biden now. They're going to launch all these investigations. And I know that's what they're saying. You know what? Show me. Show me. Because y'all motherfuckers come out here every time you get, get the majority somewhere and you say, this is what we're going to do, and you don't do anything. The Republican Party is full of weak, no backbone politicians. You say you're going to do it, then you get the chance to do it, you don't do it. So I don't have a whole lot of hope that you're actually going to do something. But they a lot of times they'll do stuff, and we'll know it, and we'll know what came out of it. But if it doesn't get coverage from the left or even the center media, and then the people on the other side never hear it. It never happened to them. Yeah. I've been seeing that a lot. I just had to school a buddy of mine on the Whitmer uh, Fed napping, even though they got some guilty pleas out of these yahoos. Well, go ahead and talk about that, because that was actually a pretty interesting conversation. You don't have to use the guy's name. Sure, sure. Um, and he's, I don't think he's ever going to listen to the show, and if he texts me and says, hey, you had to put our conversation out there, then I'm going to be like, well, <laughs> well fuck you, you. Suck a big bag up. God damn. You know what? Stuff like Alabama just makes me feel better. Listen to this. Just listen for a second. Telling you, man, that's going to be my life, bro. <laughs> when you move to Tennessee. God dang. I'm going to build it. Man, listen, I retire, move down there to Tennessee, North Carolina, up in the mountains, wherever I am. I am going to build. You have my word. I am going to build us the best studio. I will have you down once a month. We'll record four episodes. 
Bro, my word. <laughs> so, my Democrat buddy, him and I have, what well, we used to, have our two-hour-long conversations just about politics in general and, and how we feel. He said, uh, I'm sure McCarthy will tackle inflation. He puts it in quotes, ha, 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 ha. You know, and I said, hey, they voted his ass in before the newly elected people could cast a vote in January, those motherfuckers. Like, I didn't, I didn't agree with that. I thought that normally, per the rules, you're supposed to wait for those people. But they didn't want to let anyone else catch fire and then everyone else go, well, maybe they don't want McCarthy there. Maybe they want somebody else. Maybe they want... Spoiler alert. I didn't want McCarthy. But you got him. He comes up with this rant about something that looked like it came out of the Hunter Biden laptop, all in caps. And I was like, uh, and then he said, you guys ain't going to do shit anyway. And I like how he automatically makes them, you guys, because uh, I still yeah, want. He's talking about the right, and I'm with him on this. Yes, but I, but when like I. Like Chappelle said. He's right. <laughs> when I look at my buddy who I'm talking through in this text, I don't. Even though he is liberal, I don't I don't think he's Antifa. I don't think he's those people that are running around with the masks on and, and throwing firebombs and then getting released on no cash bail. Sure. So when he sent me all that crazy stuff that looked like it came from the Hunter Biden laptop, I just said insights from the Hunter Biden hearings from next year, and then I sent the crying face emoji. And he said they'll do whatever they can to slow down the economy, which I don't think it was right for him to say that because they really don't. I mean, he could have said they're going to do whatever they can to slow down this administration. And like I said earlier in, in this podcast, the American people love to see a divided government. So one side or the other doesn't go run away bullshit with their bullshit. So he sent me this screenshot of Ted Cruz saying, hell yes, that Trump got reinstated on Twitter and called Ted Cruz an ass sniffing lap dog and i'm like did you vote in the poll and he goes no i don't think so anyway do you remember why it was banned and i said because the government told twitter to do it yeah right exactly that's why it was banned and remember how we were talking with 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 paul engel about the government can't really go into a platform like this and right. tell them who to, who to do sure. that to and if they get the emails that prove it I'm sure nobody's going to jail about it. It's a First Amendment issue, though, but when the government is using yeah, their authority yeah, yeah. to stifle speech. And I'm sure Jim Jordan's going to send some strongly worded emails, but that's about it. So he said because he tried to install himself as a dictator by using Twitter to rile up a hillbilly revolution. And that, that turns me off, too, because you can't call every Trump supporter a hillbilly. There's, there's nothing in it. He's not helping this at all. I always try to have good dialogue and throw in some good jokes here and there. But he goes far. He said, some people died. You didn't watch any of the January 6th hearings? Some people died? You want to know who died at January 6th? You want to know who died? Yeah. Ashley Babbitt. Oh, yeah. That's who died. The unarmed woman that was climbing through the window mm -hmm. and got shot by a Capitol policeman. That's who died at the January 6th. Insurrection. He said, you didn't watch any of the January 6th hearings? More than a few people testified about it. And uh, I said, reruns of Quantum Leap got better ratings than the January 6th. The old listen, Quantum listen, Leap. Listen, though. Listen, listen, listen. See, and I take issue with that. <clears throat> um, Quantum Leap was a good show, and it was, it was highly underrated. The original one. The original Quantum Leap. 
Okay. Have you watched it? Yeah. I grew up on it. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. He said most people already knew. Can we talk about 80s shows for a little? Go ahead. We can do a whole show on them. Knight Rider. Alf. Married with Children. Oh. Night Court. Dude. Do, 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 tss, tss, do, most people already knew what happened. So he was playing that card where like, people don't need to see these series. He's saying, so you're saying that. Chips. It was, do you remember Chips? So I sent him. Do you remember Chips? Yes. California Highway Patrol. That's what made me want to be a policeman. What? Yeah, I loved it. Never missed an episode. What? John Baker. Wow. Frank Poncherello. Yeah. Old Ponch. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good show, too. Remember Bonnie? Bonnie. Had that tailored uniform. Oh, yeah. the chick from there? Yeah. I mean, I was freaking six when it came out. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Go ahead. Just. So I sent him the one we talked about where one of the senators or, or, or a guy from the House had asked Ray if anybody was inside yeah. of the Capitol already dressed as Trump supporters before the doors were open. And then he goes, well, you can, and then the, this guy cuts him off and he's like, the answer should be no. Right. <laughs> and right. He reminds me. Well, of, and you were, you asked me, he goes, what percentage, uh, what, what percentage does it have to be before it's a fed operation? Right now I expect the feds to have people in there at every kind of thing like this. Right. If there's a militia meeting going on, I expect the feds to have one or two people in there, right? Got to keep tabs on this shit, man. We can't have people trying to overthrow the government. I'm with you, all right? I'm with you. We cannot have people trying to overthrow the government. But when it's four guys? Listen, that and that's what I'm saying. With no money? Listen, when there's- No when, means? When there's four guys, oh, well, right. But when there's four feds that are in there just walking around gathering information, I'm okay with that. They're, they're going to be in there. But when you're talking 15 20%, and I know that's a lowball estimate- but when you're talking 20% walking around in there, that ain't intelligence gathering. That's a steering committee. Set up. That's what that is. That is a steering committee. So at what point does that become a Fed operation that's just wrapping up a bunch of people that are, you know, that, that are coming into this? Because they needed those people. And just like these fake hate crimes, they don't have enough stock. They had to build their stock up. So he said they were found guilty. And so... I said, the ones, I go, I go, oh, the ones that didn't have a plan until the feds gave them one? Yeah, those guys? I sent him a few links to Julie Kelly, who did a really good job of covering the whole entire thing. Can I just say real quick, you said fake hate crimes. Did you see the one we, we put up there with Juicy Smollett? What's that And one? he said, I was jumped by two guys wearing Tesla hats. They told me this is Twitter country. That's terrible. <laughs> Twitter country. <clears throat> So I sent him two really long reads that were really well documented by Julie Kelly on Twitter, who is AM greatness, uh, our American greatness is who she works for. And she literally, I mean, it's almost too long. Didn't read for how well she crafts this of, of what they did and how they did it. And it ends up being like, there's four, four or five guys that, that got charged, but there was like 10 feds. And a lot of them were, Working for the feds, and a lot of them were just reporting to the feds. So you were called them, what would you call them? You call them uh, informants. Informants, yeah. So, but these, these, like this, well, the one informant was worked for the post office, and for six months he wasn't working for the post office, and they paid him like 60 grand 
and put tires on the truck and like did all you know, this shit. I need tires right now. I'll snitch. <laughs> Listen, what? if the FBI is listening right now, I need tires on my truck. I'll snitch, man. I'll come in here every day and I will talk to Dan and I will record this shit and send it to you because I think Dan's a loose cannon. So I got a... Listen, it's an older truck. It's a 2011, uh, 2011 uh, GMC Sierra. I need tires. So I'll snitch. I don't so care. I sent him those two things to read. I'm just kidding. I'm not And I said, no worries. You'll be shocked when you find out how many Proud Boys and Oath Keepers were feds on January 6th. Because if, if like the vice president of the Oath Keepers was a fed, then the feds knew exactly what was, what was going on. So why would they not be ready for it? Right. Unless there was a reason to not be ready for it. Yeah. So I'm not going there, even though I went there. But let's but, talk about coal fired power plants. But my buddy had no week? idea. And ever since I sent him these reads, he hasn't responded. Well, it's a lot to read. Very busy. He's a smart guy. He can read fast. Listen, a lot of these guys on the left are smart guys. Yeah. It's just they've lost their critical <clears throat> thinking ability. That's what it is. They're just blinded That's what it by is. the... Listen, I went to Christmas Connection at the IX Center today with my daughter, my youngest. They're just buying them Christmas decorations, things like <laughs> that. But there were a couple stands there, and I got this candle, and I showed it to you. I'll, I'll put pictures of it up on our Facebook. Um, the front of it is a caricature of Joe Biden with his big, toothy smile. And the candle scent is B46 for Biden, 46 president, Fruit Loop. Okay. Smells like Fruit Loops. And it says it's an eight ounce candle. But you kind of feel it. And I don't know if it's really, but underneath the eight ounce, it says actually only six ounces due to inflation. Mm. So you open it up and you smell it. You're like, man, it smells like Fruit Loops. You look at the underside of the uh, lid, and it's Joe Biden sniffing a chick. Mm. And it says, have a sniff. Dang. Dude, I had to buy this. I mean, there was no way I could walk away from this. I wish I could remember who the company was. If I figure it out, I'll, uh, I'll tell you. That's a straight impulse buy. Oh, dude, I love it, though. Are you kidding me? You're crazy. Oh, ah, it's fantastic. <clears throat> it's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life today. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. You got a, you got a couple things you want to do I here? do. All right. I do. Uh, the Cleveland Fire Department just recently lost somebody. Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, this, this guy's name was uh, Johnny Tetrick, a 29-year uh, Cleveland Fire Department veteran. 50 years old, what the guys are telling me, he was a true patriot. The inside of his fireman jacket was was uh, old glory stitched into the inside. And, and we're going to see if we can, uh, we'll ask if we can share that picture. And I think we can. Okay. The people I've been talking to, uh, they said the guy was awesome all the way around, smile on his face, light up a room, all that. Um, what happened was he was on a scene on the highway, and while he was working on the scene, somebody, you know, went around was in a hurry, went around the barricades. I don't know the full details, but he was hit and struck by an automobile and ultimately lost his life. And it's it's been a real tough one. I've seen every firefighter I know posting about it, and um, they're just they're, they're hurting. So our heart goes out to them, and we're going to uh, do a cheers right now to Johnny Tetrick. Yeah, it's tough, man. <clears throat> Got some kids, too, I understand. Yep, yeah, I was totally Family man. Kids. And that's... <laughs> I mean, I always tell you, 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 you work the freeway. I do. Man. And I tell you what, you know, cut it out. You know what? You're I've right sl- there at the end. I have slowed down. Um, and that's, you know, when, when I talk about how, getting close to retirement now, that's, that's one of the things I always bring up is I don't want to be that guy who's got 30 years on, 32 years on, right, and gets smoked on the side of 480 
or gets hit by a car on 480. And then everybody's like, what the fuck is that guy even doing up there? Like you were almost a retirement. It is dangerous up there. You know, with the texting that's going on, with just people not paying attention, we got to move over law in Ohio that people just completely disregard. You know, it goes for anybody with flashing lights on the side of the road, police, fire, tow trucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, any service vehicle, you're supposed to move over and they don't. How many times do you see these tow truck drivers that are over there that are working on the roadside, not the shoulder side, you know, where they're trying to get those 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 cars up on these tow trucks and cars are going by them at 70 miles an hour, making their coats flap, you know? And you got this guy here who was at the scene of an accident trying to help people and somebody comes through there because they're in a hurry, they're whatever. I know an arrest has been made. I don't know anything else about it, mm-hmm. but coming through there, maybe not paying attention, whatever. And now you got a father who's dead, who was out there just simply trying to help people, trying to do his job. It's just disgusting, but you're right. I mean, I, I have slowed down being up on that highway. It's just not worth it. That used to be your beat. Oh, it did. I used to love it up there, man. Did you used to tell guys like, don't go there. That's my spot. Or did you have a, there was once when, and I'm not the only one to do this. There were other guys that have done it. Uh, Ohio state highway patrol would come into our city mm-hmm. and they would sit there and they'd be working Lorraine road. Now they're not allowed. I guess now, I guess the new commander that came in, they're only allowed to work interstates and state routes, things like that. But they would be working up on Lorraine road. Well, they'd be sitting there in, in the turnarounds. Uh, on our highway. And if I decided I wanted to work up there, I'd pull up there just past them. I'd pull over the side of the road and turn my lights on. And I would just sit there. <laughs> so everybody slow down. Yep. Everybody came over the hill and see my lights. They'd slow down. And then that guy would finally pull out and he'd either mean mug me or they'd flip me off and they would just drive away. And then I'd pull right into where their spot was. And then start clocking <laughs> radar. Yeah. Or whatever, oh. whatever, you know, though, my thing was never, uh, my thing was never speed up there. I would stop people for speed. My thing was always the dope boys, right? That's all I was looking for at that time. Just drugs. Yeah, um, I guess if you are the canine officer, I always, yeah. I always kind of forget that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was never I was never one to write tickets for 10 over, 15 over up on the highway. I mean, I'll stop you, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't my thing. The troopers, though, I mean, they, that's their thing, right? They're up there stopping you for 10 over, 8 over, and they're giving you tickets. I'm like, get out of here, man. You got all that. You got all the rest of the state. This is my place. I did notice that North Olmstead's canine unit car has some pretty dark tint. Real dark tint that I don't think it would pass that test that they're giving us. Uh, no, you can have as dark as you want behind the uh, windshield. Mm. It was dark all around. I was like, mm. just can't have it on the windshield. Mm. No, it's it's legal. You can put you can put dark tint up on your uh, passenger windows. Oh, I can on your front. Yeah, passenger. I don't like it because it's tough to see at night. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I have tent on my windows, and it is. There's times it uh, doesn't matter how hot or how cold it is outside. I got to put my window down so that I can, I'm sure that I'm not pulling out in front of somebody. And I was thinking for the canine itself, it's just keep the temperature down inside the car. It is unbelievable. I'll have my window down and that sun will be coming through, hit my face. I'll put the window up and you just feel it disappear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And finally, Jim, I think that I'm giving up on buying Velcro. Hmm. That's too bad. I just took all of my retirement invested in Velcro. Mm -hmm. Should have I not? It's a total ripoff. Oh, fuck. I got to go. This is the stupidest shit. I don't even understand why I entertain you. Do you have anything else? What did the farmer say when he couldn't find his tractor? Where's my tractor? As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five-star review, that really helps us out. 
You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And you can find me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America. Dude, my daughter and me, my youngest, we would go to Barnes and Noble all the time. And there was a book, you know, when you walk in there and there's, they have the two shelves in the lobby and there was one that said dad jokes. Oh yeah. And every time we'd walk in there, I would pick it up and I'd read one really loud. Right. And people would be laughing when they walked by. And that was the one I read to her. I opened it up. I'm like, what the farmers say when he couldn't find his tractor. She's like, daddy, please don't. I'm like, where's my tractor? Jesus. <laughs> That's the best joke. It's dad jokes from here on out. Oh, dude, I'm all right with that. We're going to have a whole segment on dad jokes. All right, Dan, I hate you. <laughs>